Okay, so that's something that you would recommend to an artist is to get a high budget video. Well, you got to stay within within the budget, within, of course. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Don't hire your homeboy. I ain't gonna say you know what I'm saying because now you can shoot a, your video with an iPhone because yeah, you know what I'm saying true. it's in 4K. It really ain't about just a high quality video. If you could shoot a decent video and put heavy promotion on it, I would go with that. You don't okay. have to have a, like a, a high budget video with no promotion. That's not gonna do you right. any good. That's right. a true. That's, that's a fact a right there. You can shoot a video like Snow in the Bluff. Yeah, <laughs> you know what yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. I feel like if yeah. you're gonna be shooting a high budget video or a higher quality video, you gotta have like a world star type budget. Yeah, it has to be yeah. at least. From what I've heard at different like business summits and stuff, that whatever you spend on the music video, you really should be spending two to three times amount on the actual yeah. marketing. Mm. On the marketing, yeah, because mm-hmm. you, it costs to market, you know. Mm-hmm. At least because all we do today is ingest people's That's, work. Exactly. So exactly. Who, who are you to think that just because mine is dope, people are just gonna gravitate to it? We're gravi- We're not even. We don't. Life doesn't really allow us to gravitate to anything anymore. Everything is just thrown at yeah, us. Right. Pick what you mm-hmm. like. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So with that, what are Outside of maybe some marketing issues, what are some trials and tribulations that you've gone through being having been in the game for so long? Um, acquiring knowledge, mm, <laughs> getting that. to the right people. You know what I'm saying? Even if you do have a, a decent budget, if you don't know the right people to spend it with, you're really going to do everything mm. in vain. Mm. You have to get with the right people to put yes. you in the right position. See, that's the most important thing. If you get somebody that don't know what they're doing, you're just wasting a bunch of time and money. Exactly. And that ain't going to do you no good. So I'm trying to avoid the wasting of the time and the money. Mm, okay, speak on it. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We definitely what don't want to waste the time and the money. What are some of the things that um, you guys do to pick out, you know, vendors to help you do things? You know what I'm saying? Like, what makes you know that somebody is somebody that you want to work with? Like, what is it about Dirty Glove Bastard or Rude Girl Radio that makes people gravitate towards that as far as how we do business? Well, it's, it's just about um, to see how y'all put people out there on a bigger scale. You okay. know what I'm saying? Uh, like the GGB or the Rude Girl. See, you can come and do an interview with y'all and somebody, you know, even if it's just 10 people. Like mm-hmm. if somebody didn't know who you was, they can go click on and mm-hmm. go to your YouTube channel and, you know, get involved with your music. And, right. you know, good music going to spread by word of mouth, you know. Yes. So if you got good music, uh, it might take a little longer for the hit, you know, uh, the stream or whatever, but it's going to be okay. Just mm-hmm. make good music. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize the power of interviews itself. The the thing that makes the difference between a fan and a super fan is a super fan is going to go for all your interviews because they want to see right. who you are as a person. Right. They want to see you talk. They want to see your opinions on things. And if you are well-spoken, if you have a mind for your own rather than just being another media trained, whatever, right. then people are like, I don't even care what your music like, but if you're speaking like this, I'll go check out your music because you got to right. be on the same thing. Yeah, people like it, it when you it's speak It's funny that. that you said that because uh, when I did the Dirty Glove off the porch, mm-hmm. a lot of people that didn't, really listen to my music once they saw me do the interview they got interested because mm-hmm. you know I'm saying they liked what I had to say and like they became fans like you know the interview the interviews do go a long way yep connecting to the spirit right and I like to ask everybody on the show if you could create your own spirit animal made out of either people or fictional animals that you just make up right now or real animals right. what would it be why and why oh uh, create my own spirit Spirit animal. Like, spirit you know, animal? people say that, like, maybe Rihanna's a spirit animal, or maybe I feel like a phoenix, <laughs> like, because, you know, the flying fire. Right, and all that right. Stuff. What's yours? <clears throat> Man, that's a, a, I don't really know. I ain't never thought about nothing like that. I had to go with, um, <laughs> um, an X-Man, like, X- character. Oh, Wolverine. Okay. Let me no, be that Wolverine. Works. That works. Yeah, let it me be Wolverine. Fi- it's, it's, it's fictional, mythological. Yeah, you're so. right. Let me be Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah. Why Wolverine? Because, like, 
uh, he can, he don't die. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Plus, he take a lot of punishment. Like, he heal himself. Like, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? He everlasting. Mm -hmm. You know, you looking back and, you know, centuries. Like, you know, Wolverine. Mm -hmm. he, he's the strongest X-Man to me. So you see yourself almost in that figure from... Because right. almost when people do the spirit animals, it's always some kind of well, more so. With me, I just want to be legendary. legendary. Like, even though when I do pass away, I want my name to still be spoken of. Like, you know, a lot of people have street uh, cred, and they talk about you in the streets for six, seven months after something happened, you pass away. I don't want to be that. I want to be in history books. You know what I'm saying? That's why I want to be legendary. That's great. Yeah, That's I want to last forever. Yes, sir. Mm. Right, so today's singles that you got dropping out are have – also, I wanted to talk about uh, Big Papa Entertainment. Big Paper. Big Paper. Sorry, I yeah. mixing up y'all names. <laughs> <laughs> Big Paper. When did you start that, and why? Uh, we started. I started the label probably about uh, eighteen months ago, somewhere like that. About eighteen months ago, because I just wanted. I don't know for a long time I didn't know people that was doing music like where I'm from in Muscle Shows, Alabama. So once I met uh, my producer, Five Flame. Like, he was do beats, and every day he do beats. So I was like, okay, I got somewhere where I can get some beats and record, and I can uh, develop my style, try to work on my craft. And so I see how hard it is for people to do music, and I just want to give, like, young guys that don't have the resources or don't know anybody, you know, give them the opportunity to express themselves and do music. That's why I started the big paper. I, put, I ain't nothing but to say uh, the best thing you can do is sign yourself. So yep. I did, you know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> Uh, that's why I started the big paper, because I didn't, you know, wasn't nobody really checking for me. I wasn't just a hot artist, um, like far as just doing a bunch of shows. I was just, um, it was a hobby at first. And, you know, I Turned just got passion. serious about it, yeah. Right, I was in the so studio every day. How many artists do you have, like, on your label right now? Uh, right now, I just got one artist, uh, Big Paper Slow. Okay. Big Paper Slow. Yeah, okay. Big Paper Slow. He on the, uh, I featured him on the Get a Bag on the um, video. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, let's get into this music, Cobb, Big Paper Cobb, I Don't Care. Okay. Google Radio, we'll be back. So let's start talking about little things that are going on in the mainstream world, and obviously everyone's now talking about that Megan has came out and said that Tory Lane shot her, and I love a lot of real men have things to say, but a lot of um, female-ish men also have some stupid stuff to say, so I really want right. to know where your side belongs on this. Well... Um, I don't have too much to say about that because I do not know what happened. Oh, so basically, uh, Tori shot me. I, I know that, but I don't know <laughs> why he also, shot her or what she did. I don't know how that transpired, so I, I really can't say. Okay, I, I guess really with the evidence say. that people have and that we kind of feel like we may never get the yeah. true story, it's the fact of the people that were in the car was Megan, obviously, mm. Tori Lanez, Tori Lanez's security guard, and Megan's best friend. Mm. So they say that an argument transpired. Megan right. attempted to leave the car, and Tori shot at her feet, and one of them happened to go into her foot. So oh. it wasn't the fact that he purposefully shot her, but it was an accidental shooting by shooting at her feet. Yeah, he shouldn't. Don't play with no gun like that. He shouldn't Thank be playing you. with no gun. That's all like, one man to say. Yeah, like, yeah, why are you? Yeah. <laughs> now, you know, he shouldn't be playing with no gun. Like, you know, he a celebrity, she a celebrity, and, like, she hot right now. And to do that, that just put a damper. Like, you know, it's give you something to talk about, but... You know, he could have, she could have got hurt seriously. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So even just that, having things to talk about, boosting people's career. Have you, I mean, in your song, you talk about you're never going to sell your soul. And some people see that as like somewhat selling your souls by doing things that just for like. For publicity. For publicity. Like, yeah. Just, so you know what I'm saying? where do you stand on that? And where do you, where do you even see this generation of artists like kind of messing up at? Well, 
right. It's all about getting yourself out there. Like uh, the baby, he wore a diaper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, I know, remember that. My, my, my producer was like, "Man, we gonna save your soul. You go out, you wear a diaper." It's like how to make it, man. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody talking about that diaper he wear. Man, he got millions nope. and millions of dollars. They talking about the history he made. Like you know what I'm saying? If you had to do something to put yourself on a major scale, that's just something that you might have to think about what you're doing. And see, could you live with that? Wearing a diaper, I think I could live with that. But some, you know, doing something that's really out of my character, like kissing a man or something like that, I wouldn't be comfortable with that. You know what I'm saying? And that wouldn't be, I couldn't live with that. So if you can live with it, that's on you. And you can talk about that 10, 20 million dollars later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, I get right. you. Good. I get that. Uh, so your future within the game and your future within your business. So what are some of those goals that you see yourself, that, see, that you see your um, self doing in the next coming years, especially after Corona and the pandemic. Where's that? Man, I want to do so much. It's like, far as me being an artist, um, I'm trying to establish the big paper entertainment or uh, trying to get us out there. Um, like I said, I got big paper slow. Um, I want a female artist, but really, I want to do movies. I want to like, I kind of want to mimic what P did with No Limit, man. I see. That, that's that's like my vision to put the hood on or however, and for us to really do bigger things. But far as that, I want to do like low-budget movies or do a little bit of everything. I ain't trying to ruin nobody's sports career or nothing like that. I ain't trying to be no sports agent nothing like that. Yeah, but, you, you know, said ruin people's sports career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that Ricky Williams deal was a raw dog for that No yeah, Limit yeah. Sports. They, they kind of messed him up. But, you know, I'm just trying to participate in things like that and just try to – um. Uh, um, promote my brand, man. The big paper, that's my brand. So I stand by it and yeah. I'm just trying to put it out there. So who's in your playlist right now? Whether it be like when you wake up and you're working out, you know? I, you know, myself, I got to yes, put myself in there. Uh, I like my homeboy, Breadwinner Kane. I just get a shout oh. out to Breadwinner <laughs> Kane. That's my partner. Okay, uh, I thought you knew him. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah, he from Adam, that little bro. I've been mm-hmm. knowing him way for the rap stuff. You know what I'm saying? Just, we was just, Always been partners. Um, Gates, uh, yeah. Starlito, yeah. Don Tripp. Um, what about Coe Mook? I'm not really. From, I know who Mook. I know Mook, okay. but I really don't really know his music. I know. Okay. Shout out to him and Zay. Um, I saw them when they came to Huntsville. Uh, I spoke oh, with Zay. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah, Dope. yeah. Okay. Um, um, Jeezy. Um, some old Dre, Snoop, Nas, anything like that. Uh, uh. it's some new artists though. I be checking out. Uzi, he, he's yes, straight. I'm glad uh, everybody loves. No, Uzi, like, you straight. really can't go wrong. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Yellow Beezy, no three. Like them, them guys there, they they jumping. Um, who else is is, is new? Like uh, little baby, the baby, all that mm-hmm. forty two dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, no cap. Ah. Mm. No cap. The shout out Bama. No cap. Tle Cinco. Uh, Rallo. You know. Yeah. I check them boys out. All right, any uh like old school cats that you, you know, guy in Yosemite? Oh man, you know you got. I'm go. a Gap Band type person. Uh, you like the Gap Band? I, you know, I like the Gap Band. SOS Band, that's mine. I you like know, what I'm saying I took a sample too. from the <laughs> SOS Band. Um, yeah. Sky. Um, I like the guy Aaron Hall, Keith Sweat. Like I listen to all that. Like that's, that's my YouTube playlist. Um, like I, I play the old music. Like when I I have to because I I rap and stuff like that. I listen to R and B a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what I like to to vibe to. And it seems like, you know, like far as the new rap, it's kind of taking the place of R&B to me because it it's kind of melodic, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And they're doing a lot of singing instead of just rapping for real. Mm-hmm. I'd so. like to I agree with that. So where can we follow you and what do you have any upcoming releases or that you want to 
give forecast us about? Okay, okay. You can follow me on uh, Instagram, uh, Big Paper underscore Cobb, or if you're on Facebook, uh, Big Paper Cobb, uh, Snapchat, Big Paper Cobb. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just dropped uh, The Good Son last on uh, 4th of Sorry, July weekend. Fun. Uh, in July, uh, I got a new project coming up Labor Day weekend. We're gonna drop the Good Son Volume Two. Hey. We're gonna give you like just a little EP, uh, six songs, maybe seven, somewhere in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to drop every month, but I'm gonna do it like every other month. I talk to cards and just uh, as far as promotion and shooting videos, it's just I'm gonna try to do something every other month. Uh, me and Slow, uh, um, Big Paper Slow, we got a project coming up, Starskin Hutch. So uh, that'll be coming up in like uh, November. We're going to drop uh, volume one. Uh, we got two volumes of that. It's two EPs. And then I got another solo project coming up in January. Uh, we're just trying to stay busy. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, T. We're clean. Oh, yeah. We're going to get back into this mix. I'm going to play some COE Mook for you. All right. Yeah, yeah. this is a new one. Yeah, with the yeah. <laughs> 